Hello everyone and welcome to the fake news with Emily Savage. So how are you guys today? Um, I hope everybody's good. Um, So I just thought I would start this podcast um, as a place to discuss different topics, um, perhaps that are quite random or out there, a bit different from the norm, um, to discuss uh, different societal issues um, and also completely kind of normal goofy things that we all do. So um, yeah, I just thought it would be interesting to do that. I'll start as well by telling you a bit more about myself. Um, So yeah, my name is Emily Savage. I'm 28 years old. Um, I am technically British, although um, my mum was uh, actually born in Australian in Australian, sorry, in Australia, so, well, technically, like, I'm half Australian, um, I've also lived in, uh, Norway and Canada, um, two countries I'm very fond of, and I've travelled to loads of places, uh, all over the world, and I completely love, um, all people and a diversity of different people. I sometimes feel very, very shy, so I think naturally, like, I'm a really shy person, I don't know if you guys, um, are the same, um, I feel very self-conscious a lot of the time, I do fear rejection, um, it's a flaw of mine, I know, but I definitely do, uh, seek approval too much, perhaps, um, but yes, I also, um, yeah, love to kind of talk to lots of different people and find out about them because I think that's a completely different um, quality necessarily to extroversion. It's more sort of like um, exploring, if you will. Um, And I'd say it's really important to explore things, isn't it? So this is kind of the way that I live my whole life. I like, you know, I've been traveling a lot. I've traveled... um, to Eastern Europe, so that's a part of the world that I absolutely love, so I've been to like uh, Romania, Slovenia, um, Hungary, oh Budapest is fantastic, I don't know if you guys um, know much about Budapest, basically uh, Budapest is really well known for its thermal baths, so it has these amazing big thermal baths and then um, the background to this is like these amazing old uh buildings which like have this kind of bath washed stone like it's like this cream stone and they're all super ornate and beautiful um and when I went there um there was like a Budapest spa party on it was called like the Sparty so um yeah me and uh, a few of my friends went to the Sparty and um yeah we all had like our our neck tags on you can go up you can like go up to the bar and like get like a wine or a beer in a plastic cup or whatever and then you take it back into like the thermal bath with you and then there's hundreds of you kind of all um in the thermal baths, like, with these, like, plastic cups full of wine or beer or whatever, um, and, uh, and there were strobe lights and everything too, and you're all swimming around, and it gets a bit crazy, it's really surreal, one of the most fun things that I've ever done, uh, in my life, and also another amazing place in Budapest is the, um, uh, the River Danube, like, it's super beautiful, it's like this river that kind of, um, runs, right along uh, the city and you can walk over the bridges as well. Uh, There's also an amazing tour bus and so that was one of the things that I did with my friends uh, when I went there. 
they've also got great ruin bars, which are like these kind of little, um, it's like they're sort of these half indoor outdoor bars. So it's sort of like a, a beer garden, but then there's like canvas kind of like half over the, uh, the roof kind of thing. Like, and then they have loads of like flags kind of, um, and colourful flags and stuff going along uh, the edge of the bar and then you can get all of these different cocktails um, the prices are really reasonable too like if you're travelling on a budget um, and you're bound to meet like lots of different people from all over the world who are super friendly um, people who are hosteling and you know or staying in other hotels and everybody um, is kind of of the same mindset where everybody's there to have a good time learn new things um, discuss travel experiences and basically get along with each other so yeah that was one of the really good things that I've done but anyway so I, lo I love to travel basically um, but I thought uh, in this podcast um, I would actually talk um, about something else which I think has been quite uh, hmm poignant to lockdown or quite topical so um I know obviously you know with with the lockdown and the different restrictions I know it's been different in lots of different countries but a lot of us are kind of uh, separated from the people that we might usually socialize with like we're spending a lot of time on our own um or with, you know, just our households or whatever. Um, but, you know, there's sort of, it's different for everybody. I mean, some people obviously are living in sort of flats with just like one bedroom, or there's even students who are just kind of living um, in their student halls with really just one room to, to be in. So that's quite difficult. I think a lot of the students out there um, are definitely suffering a lot right now. Um, so I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually a student myself. Um, I study an MSc in psychological sciences. Um, I was studying at the University of Glasgow, but I've actually swapped to University of, uh, Brunel just due to circumstances and I didn't have the best experience like um in my halls up there it wasn't actually University of Glasgow like it was like more the private halls or whatever that I was staying in which was unfortunate but anyway so I've come back down to uh southwest at the moment I'm just staying with my um mother and then I am going to find uh a new accommodation like in London which is close to my new university. Um, but yeah, so, but one of the things that I think we're all struggling with at the moment is mental health. Um, and I think mental health actually can be somewhat of a taboo subject. I haven't thought about it as being a taboo subject for years and years because um, it's something that's basically always um, affected my family. My mother, she has um, she has mental health problems. Um, she uh, has had a serious bipolar disorder um, for basically the last... Wait, I was just trying to think how old I am now. So... Oh, bear with me. Sorry, no, I'm okay, thank you. Yeah, so um, 
sorry about that guys um so basically yeah um uh she suffers with bipolar disorder and if you guys don't know what bipolar disorder is it's basically um a disorder which is characterized by extreme mood swings so you have like really high highs a uh, characteristic of this is like feeling kind of really um energetic and having you know feeling like you're on top of the world you can do anything you want having kind of lots of brain waves and great ideas um and then this is often caught uh, followed by uh, like a mania um which is kind of more of the energetic feeling but kind of to uh, a very high extent so it might be like feeling um little need to sleep staying up late into the evenings writing lots of lists or um you know doing lots of projects or things that other people wouldn't necessarily be able to do or having uh the energy to do and then it's followed uh by like a characteristic kind of depression where um you know the person will suddenly just not feel like themselves at all be very low and lethargic i don't know if you guys have heard the analogy of the black dog so often people use um the analogy of the big black dog to describe depression I have unofficially experienced depression um, in my life before. I can tell you um, it was related to environmental circumstances. So um, generally when we speak about mental health, we can um, speak about it in sort of two main terms as well, regardless of which uh, disorder um, we're talking about. So basically you either kind of can be affected externally or internally and so if you're kind of um, affected due to the external it's like from an environmental factor outside of your control when I say environmental you know we're not talking about saving the planet and the environment here or that's something that I really super agree with and feel is very crucial to our planet at this time um but uh yeah basically it's more like um yeah just something that affects you that is outside of your control so it's like um you might for example become depressed if uh, a family member passes away um if you know your dog dies if um you suddenly lose your job actually um there's a study to show that if you if you lose a job or you take um a significant drop in income it actually has the same mental and physical effect as um if you're suffering from grief if if someone passes away i'm sure that that's not um the case for everybody i'm not saying that um but that is a statistic cuz uh, and i do know uh, from myself uh you know having um experienced a few different jobs and uh if you do take an income cut i would say that is actually can actually be quite another 
uh, severe external circumstance which can uh, affect your mental health. So yeah, so depression can feel, (laughs) I'm going off a bit on one, sorry, Uh, depression can feel a bit like uh, a a big black dog, you you know, you don't want to, um, you don't feel like you have the energy to get up, if you do, it takes a hell of a lot of mental strength and effort, Um, you can feel like everything's pointless, what's the point, it doesn't matter, why would I do that? And, um, yeah, so in bipolar uh, disorder, mania, um, or sort of this energy is followed by depression, or it kind of like cycles, really. So it's sort of like, you know, energy building, mania, depression, normal. And so that's what my mum gets. And she she's pretty stable right now. So she has been on psychotic uh, medications for several years. She used to be on lots of different ones. Um, I hope she doesn't mind me talking about this. I will check with her. Um, but she um, has been sectioned um, quite a number of times, like more than you can count on a couple of hands. Um, and so... I always felt like familiar talking about mental health and so I've you know I've been into uh, mental institutions to visit her um she used to have some quite long stays so she would often stay um sometimes for very short stays like a couple of weeks but there were times when she would be sectioned um and sometimes in the um sort of the safe units or whatever if they think that the person is like really a threat to themselves or whatever um you know if they're really worried that you're going to continue to um try and make attempts or whatever on your own life or or something um that yeah you would go in the sort of like the high uh risk unit or whatever so she you know she has had some times um when she's felt really uh low like that and anyway so I've visited these uh institutions when I was sort of seeing her um and I used to uh visit her with my sister and um yeah so I know a bit about how these different institutions run and what sorts of things they do often um people have this like really um kind of medieval like horror movie view of what a mental hospital or institution is and um actually it's not like that at all so it's more like just a section of the hospital and um literally it looks like all of the other hospital wards apart from there's less you know technical stuff for uh, physical disease and then there's big open areas um where the patients can play like different games or like ping pong um there's TVs there's books um and often um they they will hold also like art therapy sessions um so there was a hospital that my mum used to get section to quite a lot and they used to have like a big art room and they'd have these big um pieces of paper um and they'd you know and canvases and things and so people would um draw and 
um, write poems or whatever to express their innermost feelings and to try and heal themselves. And I think, obviously, um, when we are feeling low, and I think it's completely, or not necessarily low, but when our mental health isn't exactly how it is, self-expression is a very important and useful tool because no one should suffer alone and um, even the strongest of us or um, you know everybody I think well every no everybody is kind of like you know on a scale really um, emotionally Um, you have some people obviously who are very very emotional some people who are like less so Um, and obviously the different disorders kind of are at different points on this scale and there's different characteristics for them. But, um, yeah, what was I going to say? Sorry. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, like, it's important anyway that we're all able to um, express our feelings um, and kind of let other people know how we're doing or have an outlet for, you know, uh, inner toils or turmoils or whatever. And so mental institutions are an important part of society um, because they enable a safe and secure place for patients to, you know, have Uh, talking therapies where they can you know verbally express their feelings but then there's art therapies as well they have these art rooms they can express their uh, feelings through paint drawing whatever like I just said poetry Um, and um, you know some of them even have like gym sessions and they also try and focus on um, a healthy diet so as we do know um, our hormones and our, our chemicals Uh, in our bodies like really can affect our mood so essentially um, the mental and the physical they work together they are two separate things but they do they're completely intertwined and so um, for example uh, going to do regular exercise is really important Um, and just going on like you know like a walk a day I mean I would say it's probably actually better to do something more strenuous occasionally to actually work up like a physical sweat because um I can't remember what the chemical is that that releases um I know endorphins is like the general one that uh that your body releases when you exercise and endorphins are amazing because they boost your mood they make you happy and so every time, you know, if you do, like, daily exercise, it consistently um, boosts your mood throughout the day, so, like, I I have to exercise every day, otherwise I just don't feel like myself anymore, and also um, another thing is it's important to um, get this going, because then it just becomes routine, because when it com- becomes, like, routine, and when it becomes habit, then it, it's just really um, much easier to kind of build into the rest of your life, where you just don't even think about it, right, because um, it's already something that you do. 
So yeah, exercise anyways significantly boosts your mood and but there are other things that you can do to um, you know, boost your health, which will then uh your physical health, which will then have a knock on positive effect on your mental health. So uh another thing that I like to do is make sure that I'm taking all of the right um, vitamins and supplements. Um, this is something that I found really beneficial to my body and my health. So I, I don't know um, about you guys, but I always like to have like a juice or a smoothie in the morning to get lots of uh, vitamin C um, or um, different kind of fibers or whatever, like as I, as I start my day. Um, and I also put like, I buy this superfood detox powder uh, from a health store that we have in the UK um, here called Holland and Barrett. However, there are uh, other stores or um, other companies like in the US and Canada or wherever you are um, and you can put like, it's like a teen teaspoon full of this into like your juice or whatever in the morning mix it up with a fork or shaker whatever it is it like my one is like a green powder so it turns the drink like this really really green color um and it and then but yeah it's really super good for your skin and it kind of gives you uh, that healthy boost for the day like it makes your body feel good so then naturally you'll feel like mentally better as well I also take lots of vitamins and supplement like I take you know vitamin d which is super good uh if you're not getting a lot of sunshine obviously uh traveling like I say is more difficult at the moment with the lockdown um so it's important to have vitamin d um and also another supplement that I like to take uh is vitamin b as well um I like to take yeah, more vitamin C, I find that's good for sort of boosting my immune system, you know, making sure uh, that I don't get too sick or anything um, with a cold or whatever, you know, generally for fighting winter bugs or um, it's important to boost your immune system. Um, with COVID at the moment, I mean, I don't know if, I'm not sure that there's any real evidence to show that taking more vitamin C has an actual knock-on effect in decreasing your chances of getting COVID but put it this way guys like it definitely can't hurt um you know keeping your immune system up is great so yeah vitamin C is a good one I also um it's really weird because I don't, I haven't actually got it properly tested, but I have this kind of um, really uh, minor fish intolerance. It's actually, yeah, it's not really like an allergy, it's more of an intolerance. So if I've, I've had fish sometimes and then like come up with a bit of a rash on my chest or like my face or whatever. And so I try taking like omega-3 fish oil tablets and then that actually gave me a really bad reaction was and this was this was kind of before I knew more about like my intolerance so I I took like omega-3 fish oil and I came up with this rash but I've actually found that taking cod liver oil doesn't affect me in the same way so like I don't get a rash or anything um but yeah so I've found cod liver oil is a super good supplement also for boosting like my brain um 
productivity and brain function um you know it kind of gets all your synapses working so your brain's in like a good mental state for the day I don't know like probably some of the effect is placebo which means like um do you guys know if you feel like you take um a pill or you do something and then you you think so much that it's going to have like a positive effect that it actually does even if it's scientifically it doesn't actually affect you that much um that's kind of what placebo is but so I'm sure that you know we all think that when we take these vitamins or supplements or whatever it probably helps because there's something psychological in it because we think oh we you know if I take this then I'll we'll you know feel much better or like my skin will look really amazing or whatever but actually um there is a lot of science behind these different supplements and vitamins and like you know I think it's really important for making my skin look healthy so I like as well so you know I like to take all these things but that has a significant um knock-on effect on my mental health and also you know when you look good when you when you look better um you tend to sort of like feel better inside as well so like I'll notice if you know I'm looking after my skin and I'm looking after my health I'm eating lots of like vegetables and fruits and um protein as well like if I'm eating like a low carb diet or whatever then I will um totally yeah like look better and my skin will look nicer so I'll actually like feel better about myself inside um mentally kind of thing so yeah that that's another thing um that uh that we can do and also I think changing your environment up every so often is another thing that you can do to boost your mood so like I feel super groggy and like lethargic and like oh boo look at me I'm on my own like I haven't seen anyone if I literally just sit in a tiny room on my own all day and like the heating's up and it's like really hot and like humid or whatever I just feel like really sorry for myself and so changing up your environment is really important because that significantly boosts your mood so like if I was feeling like that like I just think okay right like let's get out go for a half an hour walk put on like an interesting um podcast or a song or um or like you know I would listen to the latest news or whatever um or yeah but it's important to change your scenery because you know then when you're walking around you're seeing like I mean I live in the southwest at the moment so there's sort of like lots of fields bright you know nice bright green fields with like styles stone walls um there's a big rushing river um down the middle of Kongsbury where where I live um and you know I like to get out to the woods sometimes be surrounded by all of the different trees woodland trees there's lots of woodland creatures little birds and um often you'll see like a squirrel or two in there um you also get that in Canada um and uh yeah so changing up your environment can significantly boost your mood or even just like you know if you're working on something and you're you've been in like the same room for a few hours and um yeah like 
if you've been in one place it can help to even just go into a different room for a bit anyways um or like you know make a cup of tea have a quick break and come back taking your breaks is so important um whatever you're doing if you're just doing like regular work essays um yeah or if you're like you know studying whatever um taking your breaks and sort of just walking around a bit doing some exercise is really important and also um I also find you know if you can't like change your environment that much for whatever reason there's various things that you can do to uh lighten like the vibe of the mood or like zen it or whatever I don't know you know whatever you want to say um but I always find like my mood feels better if I've sort of like I've got some nice candles you know they don't have to be really expensive ones if you're on a budget you can get some great ones from um various shops like Poundland, the dollar store, Tesco's uh if you're in Canada, Walmart like I don't know any of these or the US or whatever, like any of these places, um, yeah, just having a few nice candles around, and I like to kind of like put them um, in places where they're gonna kind of like make the most of the atmosphere, that that can really help to uh, boost the mood of the room, having like room centres, different plants, so to get like a bit of greenery in there is really important, um, I also have, like, a sort of, (laughs) a shiny rocks collection, my crystals collection, it's not really so much to do with the, um, I don't know, with the spooky properties of the crystals, whatever, I know lots of people really go in for that, and I think that's completely cool, uh, but I just find for me, like, they just kind of, like, boost the mood of the room, and hey, perhaps they do have some, I mean, they do have some good, uh, properties as well, so it's nice to just get something different going on, um, and yeah, hmm, like, I like to have mirrors because they um reflect off light it's nice to have a nice light airy atmosphere um and like canvases and things as well can make all of the difference so yeah send your living area that can definitely boost your mood but yeah so we were talking about mental health so I think a lot of people are feeling affected at the moment um I was talking about bipolar disorder um, which is what my mum has had and because um, I think that there shouldn't be so much of a taboo around these subjects right um, and I think that it's really important that mental health talking about mental health um, should be uh, normalized more so um, a lot of people now are aware that mental health is a thing that lots of people um can have issues with their mental health or um you know can have like uh hmm men yeah like I don't know mental health problems or they're aware that it's out there it's talked about in the news we know people we everyone pretty much knows someone who's been affected uh, by mental health or who has like you know, a mental health problem personally, or knows someone who does, um, um, basically, 
I feel though it's still like a very taboo thing because people don't really understand it or people often I think there's a lot of othering that still goes on with mental health and by that I mean um, a lot of people think hey well you know this person has depression or this person has um, bipolar this person you know is borderline personality this person has schizophrenia this person um, you know, has schizotypal disorder, or this person, like, has OCD, or anxiety, or whatever, and they're very quick to kind of other other people, but don't really think so much about their own mental health problems as well, and, like, I am totally, um, this, you know, I'm totally guilty of this as well, um, so, you know, I, I know I've, t- I talked about my mum having mental health problems. I know I have mental health problems, um, as well. Like, I don't technically have any disorder. Um, but also, like, I think that this is actually the case for every single human being. Because, like, you know, it's like we all have a body. We can't deny, <laughs> you know, that we all have physical health. Everybody has physical health, right? Um, but we also all have a brain it's just a fact of life we have the brain we all have emotions um and so therefore you know we do all have mental health we all have varying levels of our mental health that change over different um periods of our life uh depending on how our hormones are affected depending on how our environmental circumstances are effective, you know, I mean, how externally things are going on in our lives, what big life changes are going on, um, you know, so, uh, it's just, like, another scale, so I think that when we're thinking about mental health problems, it would actually be a lot more helpful to think that, um, we all have mental health and maybe um, problems or illness shouldn't be spoken about so much in plain terms when we talk about mental health because I think we all just need to say well hey we all have mental health and at this point on the scale my mental health is better and at this point on the scale my mental health is, is worse Yeah, so basically, we do all have mental health, and it's not something that we can argue about, and we can't just keep saying that these people have mental health and I don't, and these people have mental illness and I don't, because the truth is, we all just have mental health, so I think that's something um, that we all need to consider more in our society, particularly as society um, is so... Uh, online these days obviously um, this is even more so due to coronavirus and the um, lockdown situation that we're, we're in right now so a lot of socializing and information uh, and tasks uh, all take place online we consume a lot online and this can lead to a lot of uh, over 
like you know an overactive brain flicking about from task to task instead of just so solely uh focusing on one thing and so that's another thing that I wanted to mention as well because um obviously my mum does have uh, bipolar disorder and um you know obviously a characteristic of that is the mania kind of uh, being overactive I, naturally um my brain is kind of very active or overreactive, sensitive to external stimuli. And I'll get like very excited by things and kind of flick about from uh, one task to the other quite easily. Um, and so I find that this is exacerbated, this is increased um, by going on the internet a lot and going on Instagram and um, having constantly a lot of uh information uh on hand to interact with it can get like quite exciting and you know sometimes a bit too much right because then we don't really focus on what we really need to focus on um sometimes i will obviously just get really really into something and just get stuck on it for a very long time um, actually that does happen, but, uh, yeah, the, my point is, is that, uh, we do all socialize on the internet a lot nowadays. A lot of our interaction takes place a lot on the internet. Um, and so this kind of causes our, our brain sometimes to be too overactive, which is not necessarily the most positive thing for our mental health, because often we find we can achieve um, higher success um, and, you know, get on task more and achieve more uh, when we're actually, you know, just focus more on that one task or not focus all online which I think is another reason why we should all um, take advantage of getting out for our daily walks um, getting out in nature going running cycling whatever like moving our bodies getting our physicality working so that it has a knock-on effect on our mental health um, because it actually this kind of allows our brain to switch off from um, you know all of that very in-your-face interactive stimuli on podcasts and, um, sorry, not podcasts, <laughs> but like, you know, uh, on online, on, um, like Instagram, TV, the computer, whatever. We need to switch off from all of that stuff sometimes. And so getting outdoors is like a really good way to do this because it just changes our brain state completely. Um, we need to switch off sometimes. We need to learn to do this. And, um, you know, it's something that actually gives us an evolutionary advantage. Our brain needs time to reboost, to replenish itself. Um... So, yes, but basically, um, so we all have mental health, um, but, you know, some people do have actual mental health disorders, and some people have diagnosed mental health disorders, um, and some people are just kind of inclined towards, uh, certain disorders or certain ways of being um and there's also um 
there's like cluster groups for different disorders um like cluster a personalities cluster b cluster c personalities um um so the different disorders are categorized uh into these clusters um i think some of the disorders that i've mentioned before which are perhaps the better known disorders um are like yeah schizophrenia uh bipolar um there is also ocd generalized anxiety disorder um and you know those are just some of the better known ones but my point is yeah if obviously a friend or a family member has um, a disorder like this or is predisposed I don't think this is something that we should kind of um, take the mick out of or put down in our society because actually yeah we all have mental health and even with depression statistically one in three people are likely to uh, have depression at some point in their lives so that actually makes all of us um, very vulnerable I guess if you like to depression that's not I mean doesn't mean to say that it's a bad thing um, but I just think that we should all have that kind of understanding and um, you know that kind of um, empathy, I guess, with other people who can, oh, bear with me, yeah, so we should all just have that um, empathy with other people who might be suffering from these kinds of disorders, um, so that's kind of what I've got to say on this for today um I also wanted to say that kindness goes a long way so yeah if you think you have like a family member or a friend or whatever who on the scale of things is not necessarily uh in the best place with their mental health at this point um feel free to reach out to them check in on them you know ask them if they want to go for that walk uh have a coffee together uh if you can do if the restrictions allow um or lots of things like that are important like perhaps have a zoom call uh with your friend i know i had a phone call with um one of my good friends the other day and uh that made me feel like a lot better um, it was really, really nice to catch up with her and we hadn't been able to speak for a long time. So that's super important. Um, yes, but so I just think that we need to remove the stigma a bit where mental health is concerned. And I hope you guys are having a great day today. Remember that this lockdown won't be forever. I hope. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, there are still lots of things that we can get out to do right. And maybe, you know, if you haven't uh, been feeling that great, so it can always be good to take up like a new hobby. We are restricted at the moment, but there are always things that you can do, right? Like art, painting, um, you know, you can learn a new language. I've been learning recently um Norwegian or relearning Norwegian which I found is 
really uplifting actually um yeah I don't always like to speak in front of people or I don't know maybe maybe like I still struggle with some confidence issues um but like I do actually love to speak (laughs) and so learning a language I find is like really therapeutic for me so I don't know if you guys think that will be useful for you as well um there's so many out there so I've got this app on my phone called Duolingo which is really super good there are other apps out there too which are also amazing and um yeah obviously then that's a skill that you have for life right like in even doing things like art you can you can sell your arts or like I love photography and I you know I think that that's an art in itself as is you know modeling like performance it's all art guys right like I mean they're just different types of art so we can be really um, plain in how we talk about things, or we can, you know, appreciate that there's, there's a number of different ways of doing things in this world, and that's okay, um, so, yeah, yeah, there's lots of things that you can do, I mean, if, even if you aren't into those kind of things, I mean, people like to collect things as well, right, like, you know, um, go on your walks, collect some interesting shells, rocks, learn about them, like, I don't know, there's a million things you can do. I really don't understand why sometimes people say, like, oh, I'm so bored, I'm bored, like, I'm like, how can you ever be bored when there is so much to do in this world? Um, I certainly feel low sometimes from a lack of stimulation, particularly at this time lockdown time um but yeah um there's lots of things that you can get up to and I'm kind of thinking as well like I said earlier that I really enjoy travel and so I felt quite low recently because usually I would have great joy in experiencing going to lots of different cultures and, you know, getting great deals on flights and, um, like, going to different hostels, speaking to lots of different people from, like, the travelling community, from the backpacking community, I mean, and, um, like, uh, like, you know, learning about where they're from, how they do things organically in their culture, so, like, um, you know, rather than just talking about, like, the touristy things or whatever, I find it's interesting to actually talk to people about literally the everyday life of where they're from. Um, I don't know if I've already said this on this podcast, but I just came back from a two-year working holiday visa in Canada, Oh my gosh, it was one of the best but most difficult experiences of my life. Um, Yeah, it was really good Um, and more challenging also than I thought it was going to be getting used to a different culture um, to live there because 
you know, you think, oh, it'll be fine, I'll just sort of, like, call my friends or my family on FaceTime or whatever, but you actually do find that it's quite easy to lose touch with people, um, and actually, even if the country that you're going to speaks the same language as you, there are stark, like, really huge cultural differences, um, but I actually found that I loved Vancouver like once I got used to it and it's honestly one of the most beautiful places in the world so um it's got this really amazing geography because it's got all these like massive skyscrapers um it, in some ways I think it looks similar to like New New York City but like a smaller version and a slightly newer version um, but then it's also, it's got like these beautiful beaches right there, um, in the summer, lots of people sit out along the beaches, have picnics with their families, obviously, you know, not during COVID, but, um, they have like, uh, dances and stuff on the beaches sometimes, or like various meetings, things like that, like, and there's also like the mountains right there as well, so they have these amazing mountains with these, um, spectacular pine trees, great big blue lakes, like, with kind of, like, almost glittery turquoise water, oh my gosh, it's, like, the absolutely most stunning thing that I've ever seen in my whole entire life, um, and, like, they also have, like, lots of little chalet-type, um, chalet type buildings up in the mountains you know up at Whistler and stuff you can go and stay in them um and um yeah so it's just stunning right because it, it you know it's got all of these mountains you can go skiing and hiking in the mountains but then you've also got your like your amazing busy downtown city right there kind of like similar to New York you've got the banking districts you've got like uh, the exciting restaurants, like the clubs and everything, there's good theatre there as well, and then you've got the beaches right there too, so I just think it's one of the best places, um, in the whole world, but yeah, so I, but I found, um, actually living somewhere, so I, I was on a working holiday visa, so I guess I was like a working tourist in a way, but, um, I actually like settled down into Canadian society or whatever quite well, like I had, um, a lot of friends or have a lot of friends who are uh, native Canadians or whatever um, or you know like people who were born in Canada um, and um, yeah like I found that actually kind of like living somewhere as a tourist was way different to just like kind of like traveling like the usual backpacking that I've done before in like you know Thailand or um, Eastern Europe, um, like, places like that as well, like, um, so, what I was going to say is, I know it sucks that we can't actually visit these places at the moment, um, but one thing that we can do, right, is read about them, and I have found, actually, um, there are some really good travel books that uh, are quite cheap on Amazon if you guys are also on a student budget or you know you're just like a normal person or whatever like when there's also lots of great blogs as well that you can read um about travel and like educate yourself about these different places for when obviously 
uh, we are allowed to travel again. And, like, yeah, I've got some great books on travel, so I'm trying to read through those at the moment. And I'm also... Um, I've actually found some great books on travel, surprisingly, in Poundland or like the dollar store. So it's always useful to keep an eye out for those things. I don't know what the lockdown is like in the US and Canada and Australia and other places at the moment. But we only have our essential shops open here at the moment. So we only have like, um, hmm, like, you know, food shops and literally like Poundland um, so there's not really much to, to do at the moment, so yeah, but anyways, there's always information that you can learn at this time, right, and I've been creating mood boards and things, um, for things that I want to do in the future, um, like, I'll get, like, a big piece of card, and, like, glitter pens, photographs, um, and then I'll, like, write things as well, um, and then I can, I'll stick it on these boards and it will sort of, like, I'll create, like, a, a vision, I guess, of, um, places that I want to go and things I want to do in the future or projects I want to complete, right? Because they say that when you actually see something and you visualise it, like, every day, so say if I make a vision board for, hmm, when everything is open again, I want to go travel around the US, I want to do um, Texas, like I want to see what all of the um, amazing like food is about, like I want to go to like uh, a rodeo show or whatever, I want to see what all that's about, like I want to... Uh, I don't know, or I want to go to California, I want to go see, like, Venice Beach, I want to go surfing there, like, I want to go to the Hollywood Boulevard, like, I want to go to Santa Monica, like, all of these things, like, so, anyways, the point is, is that we might not be able to do these things right now, we might be feeling low about these things, but we can always plan for the future, and so, yeah, I've been creating, like, mood boards of things that I want to do, or, like, I mean, yeah, I've been talking a lot about travel because that's something that I feel really passionate about. But for you guys, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're, maybe you're big into like mountaineering or something, and then so then you might sort of create a mood board for the different mountains that you want to go to, um, in different countries, and you know put bits on your boards about like the elevation and the terrain of each place um the kit that you need to buy like plan for it so that when the time comes around right you can actually do it um however I was going to say as well one thing that um I hadn't thought about so much is that you can actually within your guidelines be quite a good tourist within your own country so this summer, for example, I really enjoyed um, kind of just walking around like near my house or whatever, but also, um, you know, taking pictures of historical landmarks um, and seeing things in my local area that I didn't necessarily like notice before. So I went to uh, Wells Cathedral, um, I went to... Um, 
Glastonbury. So Glastonbury is an amazing place of uh, religious significance. It's also known for the legend of King Arthur uh, and King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table. It's kind of a legendary place, yeah, for myth and magic. It's also famous for Glastonbury Festival, but there's lots of people who have different spiritual beliefs, like druids and um, people who are into, I don't know, all sorts of uh, weird and wonderful uh, cultures and belief systems. They all sort of like uh, go there. And so this summer I found it was interesting going there, taking some pics, writing about it a bit. And, um, but even though I think in the UK anyways, we're, uh, on a bit more of a strict lockdown than we were, uh, over the summer. However, um, there are still things that you can do. So like, um, I went to Western beach the other day with my sister, um, and we just had a really good time walking along the beach and I was like looking at the sand and the kind of, uh, different like artistic patterns in the sand, taking pictures of them. Um, the point is, is that there's always stuff that you can get stuck into. So we might not be able to do everything that we want to do now, but there are ways that we can boost our moods and keep our brains occupied. Um, I'm sure that you're all already super busy and occupied with lots of things to do. But if it does so happen um, that you're like, you know, a single person or um, you've just got some time on your own for whatever reason, you know, you're away from your partner for a while for some reason, or, you know, you're at university, um, you've just got a bit of time on your hands, you can do your vision boards. (laughs) Um, Do, you know, get, like, right stuck in there, and, um, like, there's always things that you can do to keep yourself occupied so yeah anyway guys so I hope that you are all feeling well and that everybody is having an amazing day um I hope that you liked this podcast it's the first one that I've done so if you did like it I would encourage you to keep listening uh to this channel I'll be talking um, more about uh, various disorders and uh, experiences uh, in the future. I'm going to talk about other random subjects too. Um, But yeah, if you really did like it, uh, stay tuned in and I hope everyone has an amazing day. Stay happy, stay healthy and remember, fake news is the best news. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.